0: Marcus Foligno will return, but a few others will not. A big roster juggle ahead of tonight's game against Columbus. We'll tell you who's in, who's out, as we preview today's game on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, you can find Locked on Wild on all of your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. On today's episode, we'll preview tonight's matchup against the Columbus Blue Jackets with Kevin Gorg. We'll also talk about some of the roster changes that came out today ahead of the game tonight, and we'll talk some Toronto Maple Leafs as well. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild Insider. Before we get to Kevin Gorg, uh, obviously there's been a lot of roster change, so wanted to uh, set things straight as uh, this preview was recorded yesterday. Uh, no Jonas Brodeen as he is dealing with a lower body injury that will keep him out for a few games. John Merrill is ill, so he did not make the trip. Dakota Mermis and then Kalen Addison will also uh, likely play in this one tonight. Mark andre Fleury gets the start in place of Philip Gustafson. Marcus Foligno will return, which means Adam Beckman sits. So those are the uh, main roster changes ahead of t- tonight's game against the Blue Jackets. And so let's talk about Columbus with Kevin Gorg of Bally Sports North. Welcome in to today's pregame preview edition of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, you can find Locked on Wild on all of your favorite podcast platforms, absolutely free of charge. On today's pregame preview of Lockdown Wild, we'll talk with Kevin Gorg about the upcoming road trip with games against Columbus and Toronto and look at some of the lineup tweaks the Wild could make with both games on a back-to-back. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown today to get started. We are joined by Kevin Gorg. And Kevin coming off of a win to close out the homestand, the Wild now head on the road to take on Columbus and Toronto. And let's just start by looking at the Columbus Blue Jackets, who, as we talked about after the game last night, not having a great season. But if you look at it, the problems are more with the goaltending than they are with the offense. They still have plenty of firepower.
1: They do. And They're a dangerous hockey team. You you wonder, as you look at the standings now, or we're late in the season, if teams are tanking for a chance at that first overall pick. There's been a lot of speculation about how good that pick could be. This team, though, especially if you look at what they've done the last couple of weeks, they've gotten some good goaltending. They've beaten some high-quality teams. I look at wins at Dallas. I look at a win at Toronto. And in the building where the Wild will be playing here at Nationwide, uh, on on Thursday night, they just got done beating the Winnipeg Jets, who are uh, ahead of the Wild, second in the Central Division. So three quality wins in the last ten days. Some better goaltending. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau has had a disappointing season with 15 goals only and a minus 16. He's a little banged up. Missed their most recent game. He's day to day. I think he'll play against Minnesota, but we don't know for sure. Bottom line is, if if you want to be a playoff team and you've got the Columbus Blue Jackets for Two games within a week, you want to win them both and get those four points. And then, you know, whatever you get in Toronto would be gravy. But this game, to me, uh, sets the tone for the whole week. Off a very good uh, homestand, you go to Columbus, there can't be a letdown here, Seth.
0: Kevin, I've I've seen some people suggest, and I, I wanted to get your thoughts on this thought process of starting Gustafson against Columbus to ensure that you get the win there with not really sure. Toronto is one of the best teams in the NHL, so it's going to be a tough go, regardless of who's in net. Do you like that thought, or should the Wild maybe go to Flurry for Columbus and then save Gustafson for Toronto?
1: You know, either way, I, I think you know you, you've got to split this up. So either way, you're going to split it. I, I would, if I were behind the bench and they left it up to me, I would start Gustafson in that first game and. I'll give you my reasons right now. Number one, he's hot. You ride him. You let this continue. He was unbelievable in that victory at home to close out the homestand against the Kings, especially in the second period when L.A. really took charge of that hockey game and had momentum and had these great a chances. The other thing, too, for me, Seth, is the psychology of these two games. If you're worried about a letdown and if you think that the Wild might be looking past a team like because Toronto is a big stage, it's a big-name team, it's a cup favorite – and you go back to Flurry there. What is the message you're sending? I think you stay with the guy that right now is taken over as the number one goaltender. You keep your team thinking about the prize at hand, which is making sure you get those two points. And then the reason I like Marc-Andre Fleury in that game at Toronto, you're going to be a significant underdog. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder with something to prove. And you know when your team, who's made up of a bunch of guys that grew up in Canada and look at the Toronto Maple Leafs as the New York Yankees of that country – and when you get to that building in downtown Toronto, there's a buzz when you hit the ice. They'll be ready to go. And you bank those two points if you can with Gustafson. It's not a guarantee, but I think he gives you the best chance right now to get him because he's absolutely on fire. And then you roll the dice with a goaltender, Marc-Andre Fleury, that's capable of going out there and just going nuts because we've seen him do this in his, his brilliant career, and he certainly has something to prove right now.
0: Kevin, it sounds like Adam Beckman will make the trip with the hope that Marcus Foligno is close to returning. But uh, good to see Beckman rewarded. And Dean Evason mentioned it's not just what he's bringing on offense, but he's playing a solid two-way game uh, that we've seen from him over the last few games. And I thought he was great against the Kings, but he's been great ever since he's been up.
1: Yeah, he's he's a fun-loving kid that brings energy to the locker room, and then when he gets on the ice, you've mentioned it. His his game has matured, and that's what the American Hockey League is for. You want to see these kids go down there. Marco Rossi's going through that process right now. And certainly that I think that's important for most young players. There are exceptions to that rule, Kirill Kaprizov, Even Matt Boldy was only there for a short period of time. But some players need that seasoning. And, and Beckman looks like that guy. He's 21 years old. He's got a good size frame. He can rifle the puck. He's got offensive skills and hockey sense. So He's got a lot of the tools you need to be a National Hockey League player, but when we first saw him a year and change ago, he just didn't look ready. He looked a little bit green. He's gotten so much better without the puck. He's talked about it. He's learned the game the right way at the professional level, and now you're seeing him go out there and not just be an offensive threat, but be a guy that can help manage the puck defensively, be efficient, breaking the puck out uh, from his wing position. So, at some point, he likely is going to be sent back down to Iowa because Marcus Felino will be on this trip, has been practicing and skating this week. So we'll likely see the Moose in a game uh, somewhere along the way. But until that happens, I really like the game that Beckman's playing. Heartbreaking that that goal got taken away last night because of just a millimeter of Ryan Hartman's skate being offsides 30 seconds before that puck went in. But how about him being on the power play and not looking out of place too? Let's look at the... Uh, the silver lining to this whole thing. Uh, this kid's going to be a player. I think he's one of those young prospects that has allowed the wild to gain a reputation for being a team. that has got a very bright future. He and Marco Rossi, their goaltender, Wallstead all a part of that. And I think it's exciting to see him take another step in his career.
0: Ryan Hartman with uh, two goals. And now you've got the Kaprizov line with Carrill having, I think six goals here in the month of February. Hartman now has four zuccarello's got eight points plus whatever he had against the kings it's a top line that really now has all three guys playing well and that's dangerous for opponents and it just takes some pressure off of the other guys on the roster to have to try to step up those guys have been great over the last handful of games when it's mattered most
1: yeah i'll give dean everson a lot of credit you know i've watched him as a coach seem to know when to push the button and when to make the move um This is a coach and a coaching staff that puts a lot of time into the subtle decisions that make this chemistry work. And Ryan Hartman has found his confidence. And two, three weeks ago, he looked like a guy that was lost. He had had to spend a night in the press box. He was taking frustrating penalties. Um, His game just wasn't where it needed to be. But he slowly worked his way out of that. I go back to a game in Dallas where he had a goal taken away Um, because of a weird goaltender interference situation. But he started to go to the net again, started to find his mojo, and he's at his best when he's in between those two guys. And you could say, well, anyone can play there. Well, yes and no. You've got to have the the grit to go to the net. You've got to be able to open up the ice for Capri and Zuccarello. You've got to be able to keep up with their creativity. And Ryan Hartman can do that. People forget that this was a first-round draft pick of the Chicago Blackhawks. This guy has a ton of of skill. He scored 34 goals last year. He hasn't been fully healthy. He hasn't looked like that player this year until this point. Seth, he's starting to look like that player right now. And if he can continue to play at the level he's playing at right now, what we saw at the tail end of this, this homestand, going to make that top line a real problem for teams as we move forward. when these games really kind of count here in the final 25. So great for the wild, can open up some things I think for the second and third line because people are going to have to spend even more attention trying to shut down Minnesota's top line.
0: With the Wild also play the Toronto Maple Leafs on Friday. To finish off the back-to-back, we'll talk more about Toronto and their new addition, Ryan O'Reilly. We'll talk to Kaylin Addison as well as we continue our Locked on Wild pregame preview after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. The NBA and the NHL seasons are over halfway through, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers to three-pointers strained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com/lockedon. That's FanDuel.com/lockedon. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, the NHL, and Locked On. Continuing today's pregame preview edition of Lockdown Wild. Thanks once again for making Lockdown Wild your first listen. Each and every day, Seth Topal joined by Kevin Gorg. Kevin, the Maple Leafs on Friday. Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner. We know the names. It's a very dangerous team. Ryan O'Reilly with a hat trick in his first game for Toronto. So you get a guy who has been around the league quite a bit, and he brought them an instant spark in his uh, first game in a Maple Leaf sweater.
1: Well, it's a big price, and and so far, as you look at the NHL landscape, as we count down to March 3rd and the trade deadline next week, this is one of the big fish that got moved. St. Louis is selling right now. He's got the cup cred from winning there. He's the best faceoff man in the league, and so when you think of Toronto and the weapons they have, think about puck possession and how much that matters. And now you've got him on a line with John Tavares, and there's been instant chemistry. They were phenomenal in that game. Watching part of that back this morning, that line could not be stopped. Buffalo did not have an answer in that first period for what that line can bring. And then you have a couple of high-end lines because you still got Austin Matthews to deal with, uh, maybe the best goal scorer on the planet. So it's going to be a huge matchup for Minnesota. It's going to be a big stage in Toronto. Maple Leafs are are fighting for a different kind of playoff positioning. They know they're likely going to have to play Tampa Bay in that first round. And so now they're jockeying to see who has the all important home ice. And that sure looks on paper like a series that has the potential to go the distance. So why wouldn't you want to have game seven on home ice? We know about the pressure that those players play with in Toronto. It's a fishbowl. It's a fun city for a hockey fan to visit. I love my time in Toronto. The hockey hall of fame is a must, but you you read the papers, you watch the TV and man, they really overcooked that product. I mean, they micromanage every day what's going on with the maple leaves, and I think that's really boiled over and, and really created some issues for this team come playoff time, and they've got some some real skeletons in the closet when it comes to the postseason. But right now, in February, off what I saw in Buffalo last night where they blitzed the Sabres and built a 5-0 lead, that's going to be a really big test for Minnesota here in a couple nights.
0: Let's talk Kalen Addison, who – we've seen uh, what has been uh, mentioned with uh, Michael Russo on the athletic, other sources just talking about the situation there. Obviously he's frustrated uh, about not getting in the lineup and it comes at an unfortunate time too, I think because now that this team is starting to win again, it's one of those situations where who comes out, I mean the team's playing well. And so, you know, his situation is a frustrating one for fans, but, um, it's not gonna. It's not the last time we'll see Kalen this year, for sure.
1: No, I, and you might even see him in a situation this week because Alex Goligosky likely is the man that comes out if Addison is reinserted in the lineup and in, in a back-to-back scenario uh, with an older player. It wouldn't shock me if in one of the games, maybe the second game of the back-to-backs in Toronto, you bring the speed and skill of Addison back in that lineup. I think fans overblow what Addison brings to this team. And he's a terrific offensive weapon. I think as the wild have navigated their way through the ups and downs of this season, they have finally figured out who they are. Last year, there was a hangover of, okay, we're going to go out there and be able to outscore teams. Well, we don't have Kevin Fiala. We don't have that second line superstar. So now we can outscore teams and we're going to get beat if we try to play that way. So they've evolved into a team that can still put out plenty of speed and pace and skill, but they have to do it with defense. They have to defend first and score when it counts. Winning games 3-2 and 2-1 is the way they're going to be successful. Well, Kalen Addison is a great offensive weapon. If you really, truly watch this kid five-on-five in the defensive zone, there are deficiencies to his game. They'll get there because the kid has heart, the kid has speed, and he has the skill, but he hasn't had to be that player yet. At the NHL level, everything gets exposed, and so I've had the conversation With the coaching staff, I've talked to Wes Walls and Ryan Carter and and Ben Clymer, who won a cup on the blue line in Tampa. There is still some growth to his game, and so they're looking for him to take another step. They've seen bits and pieces, but most of his production, if you look at his stats, and his stats look great, he's going to set the record for points by a rookie defenseman in this organization. That's wonderful, but 90% of his production is done on the power play, and i got to be honest. There are a lot of players that can quarterback a power play When you look to your left and you see Zuccarello, to your right and you see Boldy and you've got Matt Zuccarello floating around, there are a lot of guys that can gain points in a power play situation with that. And he's been fine in that position, but there needs to be more five on five. And that's what they're looking for. He's a young kid. This is a part of the learning experience of being a pro. And I think fans, because we're all geared to play daily fantasy and we want to look at stats and we want to look at production, that's not what the coaches are looking for. They're looking for a path to victory. And if you question Dean Emerson, remember what he's done as a coach with this organization and look at what they've done. To your point, Seth, when they needed these points the most, Addison was up in the press box and those last three wins were, were one how, with good goaltending and solid defense. That's the template for this team.
0: Kevin, we'll see how things play out in these two games and uh, we look forward to getting a chance to catch up with you again on Sunday with the Wild at Home for a little mini homestand after the big homestand. So uh, thank you, as always, for the time here today. And uh, Wild fans, make sure you check out Locked on Wild. We've got you covered with all sorts of content, pre- and post-game, as well as full episodes throughout the week as well. So make sure to add it to your daily and weekly listening plans, all part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.